0: Listening to the Post Atomic Horror Podcast with Ron Algar Watt and Matt Robotham. Episode 205, covering A Simple Investigation and Business as Usual with Nathan Lajeunesse. Hi, friends. Our friend Nathan is here. It's been, been a while, Nate, hasn't it? It has. Hi, Nate. It is Hi. good to have you back, and strange to have you on episodes that don't feature Klingons prominently in any way. <laughs> no,
1: these ones feature Ferengis and Odo's. It
2: yep. was a mistake. I'm not gonna lie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you've been a bit busy, and you took the first sort of available hole in your schedule, and it worked out that uh, they were very wharf light episodes.
2: Yeah, also, uh,
0: boring. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. This wasn't the most thrilling week, I'll give you that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it was like, how did I manage to pick such unremarkable episodes? Oh, well, right. But... It was because I was picking on time, not
1: on quality. <laughs> well, going by the exciting titles.
2: I,
0: and and given that certain people, me, have been promising that, oh, no, the show gets great pretty much, uh, you know, like all episodes are great from here on out. Yeah. Yeah, no, you I'm...
2: could pick any one
1: yeah. oh, except this one.
0: Well, I was wrong. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't know how many times I can say I was wrong. I, I was wrong.
1: You should have picked one with a better title, like The Explosions of War or <laughs> The Guns Burned Down.
0: There's a there's a week coming up <laughs> I think next season down. where I, I can't wait to hear the voice file from, from Dave who does our, our bumper, uh because it's like ex Armis Inner Legis and Bada Bing Bada boom. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: it's just a bada bing bada boom. Of course.
0: <laughs> uh, but but this week they're not they're not funny they're just boring. The titles <laughs> and uh, this one is called a simple investigation. So Nate, why don't you tell us what
2: happened? <laughs> they might as well have titled it a thing happens. Yes. <laughs> so my summary uh, this week is uh, Odo falls in love with a girl and then it turns out she's a brainwashed pawn. The end.
0: Oh, good summary.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was like that was actually what it was. That's the whole episode. It's a girl shows up, but she's not just any girl. She's a girl who's intriguing. She piques Odo's interest by telling Cork to go cram himself up his own earlobe. <laughs> and they have a moment. <laughs> Odo rings info out of her. and She's so hot uh, in, in this kind of... She's so hot, but also I don't trust her, but also I kind of do. Weird, awkward dance. She confesses that she's looking for information about her lost daughter, but... That was a cover-up, because she's actually looking for an information chip to get out of a creepy relationship with Drain, who is part of the Orion Syndicate. She was supposed to meet up with a guy, but he got carpet smudged by some tube-faced jerks who were sent by (laughs) Drain to kill her. (laughs) Odo totally falls in love with her, and he puts her in the Witness Protection Program, which is his bed, (laughs) to try and keep her safe. Um, but she buggers off because she tells Drame that she'll give him the chip in exchange for her own freedom. That obviously isn't going to work. Some other dude from her home world comes in and he tells Odo that Arisa doesn't actually exist. And her memories and everything are all what is on that chip. So she's actually, like, trying to trade her freedom for her own memories and it's all weird and, and terrible. But so it ends up that she ends up getting her memories back and everyone lives happily ever after except for Odo, the
1: end. No, he gets to stare sadly out of a window, which is, you know, a sport on Deep Space
0: Nine. Yeah, I mean, there's competitive (laughs) window staring.
1: Yep. is you know how
2: like every episode in every episode of Star Trek ends with somebody standing at a window looking at space?
1: Yeah, but it's especially prevalent in Deep Space Nine because they got neat stuff to look look at out there. Right. It's not just, you know, the endless void of space.
0: I would argue that the guys who are going to different things might want to look out the window more, whereas the guys who have the same view every week would probably get sick of it after a while. There's that wormhole again. That's pretty sweet, I guess.
2: (laughs) I don't know, though, because, like, if you're on a a cruise Mm -hmm. and you're looking out the window for, like, three weeks, your view is, like, flat water.
0: Yeah, but in the Star Trek universe, space is packed full. Like, people crash into stuff in space, which is, when you think about how enormous space is supposed to be and how small things are, that should not even be possible. They don't crash super often.
1: No, No. but reasonably often. Way more often than you'd crash into stuff if you were normally in space. Right,
0: like, oh, (laughs) look, here's another ship. How did that even happen? (laughs) Or, like, every planet, you know, there's planets all over the place and they're all inhabited. It's just like it's full. Like Star Trek space is full. It's not empty at all. Um, two two things about your summary. First of all, you said "girl," when I'm sure you meant "dame." <laughs>
2: oh Obviously. right, I forgot. We she, are in a detective novel. She's
1: yeah. a da- she was a dame or a broad or a um. No, she was one of those two things. <laughs> <laughs>
0: also, at first I thought you said she was a brainwashed prawn.
1: <laughs> I would watch that. No, that, that was episode.
2: what was in the salty burritos.
1: Get me some salty burritos with brainwashed prawns on the side. Hasperat. You,
0: you haven't had good Hasperat unless you've had it with uh, brainwashed prawns.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Now I'm hungry.
0: For, for brainwashed prawns? I'm always hungry for some kind of prawn. Oh, okay. I think
2: Hasperat like, is just like a giant spicy tuna roll.
0: It might be. There's, I mean, I I don't know. It looks like a burrito. They talk about it having brine stuff. It's also supposed to be spicy. I, I have no idea.
1: There's a tortilla in there. I know that much. Yeah, well, some like kind of tortilla, yeah, like flour tortilla. Yeah, flour tortilla.
2: Future flour tortilla.
0: <laughs> well, they're all they're all on the uh, the low carb diet there on uh, on Bajor. They they don't do bread. They have to do the wrap. I feel like, like the
1: Majorans <laughs> are a race of vegetarians, or like the Vulcans, because you know they're all kind of hippieish. Yeah,
2: uh, is although... actually just full of seaweed.
1: Yeah. yeah, it could be. That makes sense.
0: I don't know. I mean, on the other hand, they were, like, occupied by a by a by uh, an outside force for a long time, and they, like, a lot of them fled to the mountains and probably ate whatever they could get. Here, eat True. this yak. Yeah, okay. Well, it's that or die.
1: <laughs> guess wow, it's yak for me. some good yak. I guess it's I yak-sparat yak. for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Nate, what was your good thing?
2: <laughs> I liked Odo in this. Um, well, except for the parts where I didn't like Odo in this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's very Odo heavy, so there's certainly a lot to like and dislike.
2: Well, he was pretty much talking for eighty percent of the entire episode.
0: Well, he's the Noir detective. He's like at least we didn't have like a a voiceover. That's true.
2: Oh, actually, that might have made me. That may have made me like it better.
0: They did one like that, didn't they, Matt? Yeah, they did. It was in black and white too, I believe yeah no, that was it was cool. They, they did a lot of flashbacks to the occupation where it was mostly in that sort of cool blue oh, uh, maybe that was it. yeah, it wasn't actually in black and white.
2: wasn't there one? Oh, maybe that was next gen I'm thinking of what's that? They did a black and white detective thing,
0: but it wasn't in black and white either that you're probably thinking of the um the the Dixon hill like uh when Picard would be the
2: no, the that was in the color the white. I feel like there was
0: there's like, a black, there's a there's no? a black and white episode of Voyager. That might be what you're thinking of. Didn't they do like the the sort of Flash Gordon? Yeah. Like,
2: uh... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. a rocketeer type thing. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. No, that's not what I'm thinking of. <laughs> okay, but I liked I like I like Odo as a character, and this was like it was um, development for him. Yeah. It was really boring, and,
0: and
2: <laughs> it took so long to get to like.
0: Well, we saw him something his virginity, that could have like...
2: happened. Yeah, I know, but. That could have, uh, I don't know. I wish that had happened in a better episode, just like he did.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I like sort of along the same lines. My good thing was I like specifically how naive he is. Like he's, he, he, they've made a good point of the last five years of saying he's not fooled by most people. He's not like, like he can see through your your shit. He's he's not gonna fall for your humanoid whatever, but. Also, he's got this weird, like outsider, like oh, I, I wanna, I wanna be with a pretty lady too.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And he's got this weird soft spot for that, and I, I like that. I like he has this super exploitable weakness that it's in character and it's kind of tragically adorable.
1: I just, I love how awkward he is, like in any of any of the seduction scenes. You know. Yep. He's just but... sort of stands there, like with his arms flat down, no body language Well, I have certain, I. I should go.
2: (laughs) Okay, okay. I think I figured out why I don't like it very much. And it's because the relationship that he has with this chick is that she is, he's trying to protect her from bad guys. And then he brings her into his bed. It's creepy. It's this weird power thing. Like, she kind of has no choice. But to sleep with him, but on the because other hand, we know nice to her. And it's we weird know the character
0: creepy. of Odo enough to know that he's not doing like that's not yeah. his motive. No, I can Odo's see Odo's not I doing it on
2: her. purpose, but it's still yeah. it weird. It's still I can weird.
0: definitely
1: see her thinking that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but and and that's typically how this kind of story goes. Yeah, but in this case, he's he's very innocent. He's very like no, I was I I brought you to my quarters because it's safe. Yeah, I no one will think to... to
1: look for you here. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: And it kind of sets that up in that first scene where where she's like, oh, hey there, big guy. And he's like, where? where? He's like, Who? what? Which I'm one? the security I...
0: chief and I'm ch- checking you out because I'm the security chief. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And she's like, oh, I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah.
1: I love her. Um, One of the early things in the episode is her going, oh, you have bedroom eyes
0: yeah he's obsessed with that for the next three or four scenes where he's like what what am i and you see him like looking in a reflection like yeah what is she talking about major
2: (laughs) kira catches him gazing at himself
0: yeah major do i have
1: bedroom eyes no i think you have eye eyes
0: (laughs) well kira's like proven before that she's not very poetic no. Like she's not good with metaphors. I mean no.
1: I guess if she wanted I could turn my eyes into two tiny bedrooms <laughs> each more immaculately decorated than the last.
2: <laughs> Just, How many I mean, bedrooms are in there?
1: I mean, I think it'd be hard to see though. Well,
2: oh, you know,
0: it's a it's a six bedroom, two bath uh uh eye. <laughs> <and beyond. laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, like. I say. I like. I. I. feel like all that power stuff. You're not wrong in most stories, but we know Odo well enough, and he's established his cred enough to know that he's, there's definitely not that element there with him. Mm-hmm. So it. It's to me, it's more forgivable for that because he's not. You know, he's not doing that. We know he's not up to like shenanigans. Yeah. No. If yeah. we didn't know him, I'd totally. Agree yeah, with you. or if it was quark or you know anybody uh, oh no else. if it was quark it would definitely be a trick <laughs> even a Cisco, yeah. trick. Who's, who's a good guy but he's still prone to human weakness <laughs> you know like i'm, I'm trying to think uh, julian definitely
2: yep <laughs> like, <laughs> he even like is kissing on some girl he's not supposed to be in this episode
0: yep well
2: <laughs> i mean she's a
0: hologram but still
1: why don't I love- you come back to my sex dungeon and i'll protect you
0: I do like wait a minute doctor you've had a sex dungeon this whole time
1: (laughs) sorry Garrick Uh, Garrick (laughs) but I have a sex dungeon too we have so much in common doctor
0: (laughs) we should start having brunch (laughs) together too Um but no it's they're they're playing James Bond and they now have to be careful not to be playing James Bond that's intellectually distinct. He's just Tuxedo Man and the adventures of the pretty <laughs> ladies and going around the world.
1: Wait, he's Tuxedo Mask? Yes.
0: <laughs> but he's um he he's he's very clearly, you know, still tuxedo doing Tuxedo
2: spy. Thing.
0: Yes. And um I, I like that the love interest was written for another character and he just snatched her away because yep. that's what he does. <laughs> well, well, Odo
2: I... was supposed to snatch her away, but yep. Odo pretty... quit playing,
0: and so that character's not in the story, I guess. Yes. So Julian's like, "Well, it'd be a shame to let this pretty lady go to waste. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take her for myself." <laughs>
1: Why don't you come along with me? I'm from a different planet. <laughs> also, that, I'm generically altered. Thing?
2: No, it wasn't, but <laughs> yeah, hmm? the uh, O'Brien. O'Brien's line. I thought that was some good thing.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that was great. It, was,
2: it wasn't. Well, it was. But it it was. Um,
0: if Matt said if it was if it was his quote to pick, he would have picked that.
2: Yeah. Nah, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah.
1: No. Um. After Odo crawls into the car with the uh, with uh, Julian and they're having their conversation about sex, there's a tap at the window <laughs> and it's uh, oh, it's uh, Chief O'Brien playing the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And in goes, character as yeah. he
0: always is, as Falcon.
1: Yeah. Car trouble, uh, Mister Bashir. Hi Odo.
0: Yep.
2: <laughs>
0: delightful. It's it is great. It is indeed delightful.
2: I actually <laughs> wish there was more of that yep. in this episode because it would have been something good to break up the the unending exposition.
1: I would have been fine with it. I don't. I like this episode, but I would have been fine with more. Uh, I really like the idea of uh, the like uh, the, the, these three guys going off to play James Bond when no one's looking.
0: Yeah. I feel like maybe it was more of an element of it, and then they got in trouble, and they're like, "Well, shit, we better cut this way yeah. back."
2: Maybe, yeah.
0: Which is unfortunate. Um, but yeah, episode. that that was essentially your bad thing, though, right? Was just, this was all like not there wasn't much here.
2: Yeah, I mean, you can literally summarize the episode in that sentence that I said at the beginning. You'd, the the that whole run could have been like ten minutes long.
1: Yeah. See, but I don't think the episode is about that. I think the episode's about, one, Odo moving on from Kira. Like, I think that's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Two, Odo actually being in something, almost approaching a relationship for once. And three, Odo having sex, which I think is a big deal.
2: Yeah, okay, but what you just said Uh could have been three separate scenes in one episode that would together be ten minutes long, but you break it up with other plots so that it's not boring.
1: I mean, that's true, but like, I also didn't mind the whole mystery thing.
0: Yeah. I feel like I don't know the mystery thing. Like, they've done noir stories with him before, and they've done them better, I think. Yeah, oh yeah, that's no, I, my like, I think it's definitely yeah. weaker
1: than a lot of the ones they've done. Yeah, but still, I, I, it didn't
0: bother me. It's one of those things they feel like they keep needing to do, and every time they do it, it's a little less good. It's like the mirror universe. It's like the Ferengi comedic episodes. It's like mm. once they hit on something they like, they keep coming back to it, and it's like. Mm. This will break know. up the
1: the war and religion stuff that we don't care that nobody cares about.
0: Oh yeah, the the best part of the show.
1: Yeah, okay. right.
0: Um, but I don't know, like it, it didn't. I didn't dislike it, but I I will. I think I'm more on Nate's side than than yours, Matt. Just that it was a little slow. And I mean, uh, it's, look,
1: this thing isn't going to make any of my top ten lists. It's not nope. even going to make any of my top thirty lists.
0: Right. But it's also. Um, I don't know. I feel like they would have they would have kind of ruined the mood that they were going for, the tone if they had broken it up with a B story.
2: I guess, yeah. Like
0: it's hard to maintain that that noir feel if you're cutting away to something silly.
2: Yeah, I didn't have the noir feel though.
0: Well, yeah, I I don't necessarily think they were successful at it, but yeah. I think I think they were trying to go for a certain, you know, uh vibe. Yeah. I think that's why they stuck with just mainly the story.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, well, I didn't like it.
0: <laughs> wow. <Well, laughs> you, Considering you have an opinion. I'm
2: the main person who they were trying to please.
0: <laughs> Gotta well, make sure I... Nate's into this thing. Yeah. In in 20 years, when, yeah. when he goes on a podcast. Team, but... Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. I just don't know why they weren't thinking of that.
1: I think it's impressive that they predicted the podcast. I never would have saw that coming.
0: <laughs> oh, I did. I have plans, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> what was your good thing, Matt?
1: Um, I really like the, uh, Lenny and Squiggy mobster guys. <laughs> they're barely in this episode, but I like their makeup and I like their dynamic. And I really like when they, act- I really like when they shoot the guy thereafter and one of them goes, oh shit, I thought this was on stun.
0: <laughs> I wasn't clear. Smudged him. I-, I wasn't clear and I didn't actually care that much that if he was the right guy, cause the whole time they're like, oh, he wasn't even the right guy. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> we murdered the wrong guy. Oh Yeah, well. basically. Was he actually the right guy? No, You're he was right the guy. wrong guy. <laughs> Okay. No, he was this... the
2: right guy. Oh, was he
0: the right guy? Yeah, see? Yeah. Obviously, we're not clear either.
2: Oh. Yeah, he was, because he's the guy that had the crystal in the first place. Ah,
0: all right. Oh, all right.
2: Because he, okay, he, she was supposed to meet up with him, and then he was going to be like, yeah, I've got your ticket out of here, and it's actually just her real memories, and he was going to take her back to the home world oh, and use her to get Draymond in jail. I see. But I see. that fell through, so they had to send that other guy who went straight to Odo. Ah,
0: yeah. Now, I haven't seen Johnny Mnemonic, but it feels like this is that kind of like I've got to get my memories back from this crime syndicate. Like it's it's very '90s sort of cyberpunk to me.
1: Now, if it were Johnny Mnemonic, it would have a bad, It would have had the narration, uh. and it would have been <laughs> bad.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, Keanu Reeves is okay in a very narrow range, but you don't you don't give him narration.
1: Well, no, that was the problem. Keanu Reeves doesn't narrate it. There's oh, there's a third party who narrates the entire
0: movie. <laughs> they just farmed it out to just some third party narration company.
1: Yes, and it just the entire movie is just her going. Johnny walked across the room as he walks across the room, and he picks up and he picked up the thing off the table as he picks up the thing off the table.
0: Mm. It's
1: like, so why are you doing
2: that this? I know that would have made this more boring or less boring.
0: It definitely would have got my attention. I'll tell you that much. So you you've seen Johnny Mnemonic then? I have. Ooh. I don't remember anything about it. If only there were some kind of, like, device you could use to trigger your memory.
1: It's true. Alas, <laughs> something like that will never exist. Never. I guess um, I'll need, like, a memory plug.
0: Yeah, that must be that must be what you need.
1: That's the thing you're looking for, right?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. A data port? Yes. yes. a data port. Right. No, it just felt very, and in fact, this sort of ties into my bad thing, which is Dream. sounds like the <laughs> name of not? every villain and every 90s thing ever. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed his arch nemesis wasn't John Matrix or Jericho Kane or Jack Traven, which are all real names of actual action guys in in
1: the night. What's Jericho Kane from?
0: Uh, it's some um some Schwarzenegger movie. We 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 made jokes about this on Sarcastic Voyage a while back.
1: Yeah, I'm not familiar with Jericho Kane. I know the, I recognize the other two.
0: Uh, we we, we fixated on that for quite a while. We 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 watched it together. We laughed. We laughed. <laughs> It, it just... Fu- Drame. Drame. Drame's coming for the chip. It, uh, See, to me Drame. it sounded like
1: G.I. Joe is a, force, is a force dedicated to battling the forces of Drame. It <laughs> stands for destroying really alive Men. multiple Drame.
2: <laughs> so it's the TTP project. <laughs> yes. You can't do that. <laughs> yes,
0: you can do that. That's That's my favorite Dilbert comic was they were talking about the t t p project which stands for the t t p project,
2: <laughs> yeah, but you can't have it end with dream, I think I just did I think you did, <laughs> oh right, of course, sorry, Matt, what was your bad thing?
1: <laughs> um, that was weird to me out when Odo doesn't wear a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he has purple nipples.
0: Well, he he apparently uh, Rene Auberginois had to uh, shave his chest for this. Yeah, we were talking about this because Odo doesn't have body hair. Right.
1: Except for his head hair. Right. Which we discussed the uh, the idea of him just having uh, body hair that looked like his head hair all over his body.
0: You discussed that. We were trying <laughs> to figure out what the fuck that even means. And it's like, no, no,
1: you discussed that. I was disgusted by that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I discussed no. it. I discussed it. No, Nate and I were just trying to figure <laughs> out the
0: logic of it. <laughs>
2: if it's all slicked back over his shoulders. Yeah, there's
1: a. He's got like, a, you know, he's got chest hair swoop. Okay, but
0: then what about his leg hair?
1: Yeah, that swoops too, but it swoops down.
2: Oh. <laughs> no, no, no! It swoops up.
1: And his and his pubes are basically just a giant helmet of hair encasing his genitals that he grew.
2: <laughs> Does he even grow genitals? Maybe he, it's just hair.
1: I mean, he probably grew genitals to have sex. I would think so. They emerge from his tuft uh, of... uh. Not, not necessarily. I emer- mean... No, no. They emerge from his tuft of pubic... Uh, of lacquered pubic hair like a plant coming into bloom. His tuft of
0: chia pubes. Yes.
1: <laughs> emerging, le- emerging like the Sarlacc.
2: Right. <laughs> this is making me think of uh, Cousin It.
1: <laughs> Wait,
2: no. I'm
1: sorry. That's the cheat.
0: No. No, it's also Cousin It. <laughs> is it? They're basically the same.
2: Yes. I don't remember... Um, he's made of hair. <laughs>
0: with a hat. Yes. Um. Yeah, but apparently he did have to shave his chest. And Nate, you commented that his coloring is quite... um, Pink. Yes.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of pinkness like, going on there.
0: Yep. <laughs> it's like they, they
2: spray-tanned him, but it was with red. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, my, my copies are not super great. They're all right, but the color's often a bit off, so I can't trust that that's what he's supposed to look like. Ah.
2: Well, it's in comparison to the other people.
0: Well, but he's only next... Like, he's not usually naked next to the other people, so...
2: Well, he was this time.
0: Well, that's true. But he's she's not a regular. Pink. It's not like he was naked next to Quark. <laughs> Maybe he was. Well,
1: you know, when that episode happens, we will definitely have the cover right away, I'll tell you that much. There yeah, that, no that, question about that. Right.
0: <laughs> Actually, and if he's naked next Photoshop to Raw, I quit. It. <laughs> photoshop it just do a search on tumblr why would you why would you waste (laughs) the time photoshopping yeah i can find you i
1: can find you that picture in about three minutes
0: yeah before we wrap up this episode you can
2: do uh, it i want it in the show notes
0: all right hang on (laughs) we don't do show notes on this show ah damn it it's too much damn work
2: (laughs) i know but where are people gonna find the naked pictures of odo and quark
0: Uh, go to tumblr.com I can actually
1: probably, if you give me a couple of minutes, I can actually give you an actual Tumblr.
0: Uh, no, that's okay. Please don't. <laughs> there's, some, uh, there's some art blogs I recently started following that are quite good. Hi, I'm Art Blog, and I draw <laughs> pictures of Odo and Quark.
2: Hey, you don't get to say what art is.
0: That's true. <laughs> no, I wasn't, I wasn't saying that. I was saying his name is Art Blog. <laughs> Attorney at law. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, another 90s name. Yes, hi, Artblog here. <laughs> I'm gonna fight Drame and get the chip.
1: Gotta get that serum. <laughs> Gotta get that serum. <laughs> Gotta drag out my sentences.
0: <laughs> uh, I will say, uh, Ron Moore made the comment that this episode would have been a bit more powerful had Odo still been human.
1: Yes. Know. Oh yeah, definitely. Like. Oh, that would've... was Ron
2: Moore? Yep. Yeah. I thought that was one of you.
0: No. No. Well, well, like the, I mean, we like the agree. the best about... writer of the show.
2: <laughs> All credit to Ron Moore, then. Yes. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. But then they wouldn't have been able to use that sweet line about, I don't have a heart.
0: Oh, ah. So he's the Tin Man?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made a 30% L- L-
0: Londonite. Donk, donk. <laughs> right. That's John DiMaggio that does that voice, by the way. Nate. No. Yeah, well, I'm afraid nope. so. What? <laughs> I do like Who? he he, uh, he reveals that the uh, the Great Link is kind of a sexual thing.
2: Was like, that well, I've,
0: though? I've, I've never I've never done this with anyone. Well, I went back to my home world once, and that was kind of sexual. He actually said that. Yep, that was kind of a sexual experience. Like, so uh, was, every time I they're writhing just the around one in that person, what's that?
2: I thought that he was talking about he did that with just one person.
0: No, when he went to his home world, he went in the Great Link.
2: Well, I know but... he went in the Link because I remember the. The vision yeah. of him standing in a sea of goo human. Yeah, that's what
0: he was talking about. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought sex he meant with everyone when he on just did planet. it with that lady, that one lady. It was just the two of them.
0: Well
1: Oh yeah, he maybe. did that too. I forgot about that. Right.
0: But I'm pretty sure spe- he specifically mentions the link here. Oh. In any case, they call it linking. Yeah. And if he did what it with it, her that and then he would be
2: like a worldwide orgy.
0: That's what I was getting at. Yes.
2: Bang. Yep.
0: That really yeah. kind of recontextualizes the Great Link. Like, yeah, dang. No wonder indeed. they want just people leaving them alone. Like we're we're having a good time here. Go away.
1: <laughs> it's like if you listen quietly while you're standing next to the uh, the planet the Great Link's so one, you can just hear people going woo.
0: <laughs> wow. Is Matt. that your concept of an orgy, Matt?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what people do at an orgy, right? Woo. They high by each other and
0: been... yell woo. Yeah, yeah, I've
1: only been to a handful, and they all sound like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right woo. then. Woo. So just like when Bender became human and uh, yes, exactly. ate a lot of food.
1: <laughs> Woo. And then everyone jizzes simultaneously.
2: Right. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like it's like
1: a fountain at Disneyland. Right.
0: Yeah, except they're already liquid, so... Yeah, that how, too. How could you even tell? Can no, I meant you? the orgies I've been to. Oh, I see. <laughs> the orgies I've been to, volume one of Matt's <laughs> Autobiography. <laughs> It's like it's two pages.
1: Oh, oh, sweetie, no, that's a chapter. (laughs) It's
0: got a, it's got a picture of him in a smoking jacket, like, uh, like Hugh Hefner. Oh, the dog (laughs) high-fiving. Yes.
1: Hello, I'm well-known sex guru guru, Matt Robotham. (laughs) Perhaps you know me from my other book, "Dicks I Came."
0: I'm just waiting to see where this is go- going. Uh...
1: Incidentally, if anyone's interested, I still haven't found any pictures of naked Quark yet. <laughs> well,
0: that's because you're looking. supposed to be conversing.
2: You don't know. He's doing a pretty good job of multitasking.
0: <laughs> he's also uh, hoping that we we buy this whole orgy thing. It's yeah. not, it's
2: working so far. He's yeah. got 10,000 copies of this book he had printed, <laughs> and he can't get rid of them. Yeah.
0: All right, do we have anything else about this episode?
2: Oh, um, wow, would you like to hear this quote? Yes.
0: Uh, well, after after we wrap up anything we have to say, I absolutely would. Oh. <laughs> Matt, do you have anything more to say?
1: I, I spent this entire episode expecting her to be stringing Odo along, and that really wasn't what happened.
0: Yeah, I kind of liked that. It was kind of yeah. refreshing.
2: Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it's, something, it's
1: something that the next episode has in common with this one, actually. Hmm.
2: It was like... Um... The entire episode was suspense with no resolution.
0: I guess I could see that. i yeah. was still sad at the end. Well, yeah. That's the important thing.
2: <laughs> I mean, it is in the media that I enjoy.
0: And, and also in, everyone's sad at the end in DS9. I mean, you, you, you get off on cry porn. That's a different thing.
2: <laughs> no, I just like it when everybody's melancholy and doesn't get what they want.
0: I mean, that's, that's this show's basic thing. Yeah, pretty much. Hardly well, anyone that's gets it. I want. like it. Yeah. I mean, occasionally people do because you have to do that Joss Whedon thing where you give them a little bit of happiness because then you can take it away. Yes. Exactly,
2: and then it hurts even more. Right.
0: Instead of just always denying them the happiness, that's, that's not nearly as tragic. Right. Yes. Okay. Now, quote.
2: Okay, well, it's a good thing that we waited for it, because it's the best line of of dialogue ever written. I don't want to cry.
0: The dead don't cry. Well, I would say second best after we're canceling the apocalypse.
1: Don't
2: even get me started, okay? Look, that's a terrible
0: line. It's no reflection on the movie or the guy delivering it, but it's (laughs) a bad line. Fair also stolen from this show because Cisco said almost exactly that a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> he said he he seriously said something like "We're putting Armageddon on hold" or something really close.
2: Yeah, well, hold isn't the same as canceling. <laughs> it was it
0: that was just really make, close.
1: if it's canceled, it means it's not coming back unless the DVD sales are really strong. Right, of course. <laughs> it was no, on it's, hold. You know, you're just gonna have to wait.
0: It's it's like a difference between a snow day and a two hour delay. I yeah. understand.
2: <laughs> exactly that.
0: Okay. So moving forward now to the other completely memorable title, business as usual. <laughs> also looking at the episode list right in front of me, there's a Ferengi episode again in two weeks. God damn it! Yay! Well, I this is all like I bet it's all gonna be about Rom this time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I fairness, like Rom. Okay. Do you okay. actually like I Rom? I do. Let Let's do hear like your ROM. defense
0: of Rom, please.
2: Okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, I like that he actually has found his purpose.
0: Yes, that is a thing I like. Yep, I, I agree. I
2: enjoy his interactions with O'Brien.
0: Yep, I'm okay. fine with that too. Mm-hmm.
2: That's that's pretty much so.
0: It. All of your defense is in the writing, and none of it is in the in the performance. Which is oh very, yeah, of course. Yeah, that that terrible right. voice and that terrible okay. face. Yeah, mostly his the face
2: voice. is fine. He's a Ferengi. It's Jeez. mostly the brother. Yeah.
0: Okay, you right. you agree that that's terrible. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're on the same page. That's all. Good. That's all. Still friends. <laughs> no, no, we would have been friends anyway. I just, I really would like to hear a, an intelligent defensive ROM, and, uh... All right. So, Matt.
1: All right. So, business as usual.
0: Mm-hmm. Things
1: are looking bad at Quark's Casino Bar and Grill, now with live dancing, bullfights canceled until further notice. Business is way down, and Quark's deep in debt, like me, post-college. <laughs> Salvation comes wearing a stupid face and a dumb voice with Quark's hated moon-owning cousin Gala, last seen accidentally sending Quark back in time. You know, like you do. He's got an <laughs> offer for Quark. Work with me, excuse me work with me and my psychotic, weapons-dealing Malcolm McGowl impersonator and make frat stacks of cash. With no other option, Quark gets into the weapon business, and cousin business is a boomin'. Soon, Quark's debts are paid, everything's coming together, all his friends hate him. Wait, that last one is bad. Yeah, it (laughs) seems like the DS9 crew have a real problem with the perfectly legal sale of bulk weapons for SOME reason. But whatever, screw you, there's profit to be made. Everything's going great until the mob boss from Reservoir Dogs shows up with plans to massacre millions of people. After another terrifying trip into Quark's subconscious, why is it that he's the only person whose dreams we see? Are we the Ferengi equivalent of Freddy Krueger? Are we welcoming people to prime time, bitch? Pork has a change of heart and bamboozles the mob boss and gets fake Malcolm McDowell and Gala tossed off the station. Then he reunites with Dax for heist gambling. Like friends do. Meanwhile, Chief O'Brien's new baby screams for three days straight, clearly taking after his mother.
0: Low-hanging fruit. (laughs) Yup. Or business as usual. (laughs) Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> she's been good for a while now. Oh yeah. But that doesn't
1: mean I'm going to stop. Yeah,
0: fair enough. <laughs> there are jokes to be, be made because she's gone forever. Well, uh, the, the, for she was there for a good part of this season or last season recently. Mm-hmm. And she was they were actually like there were a couple of times where she would have yelled and didn't. Like they made her better. No, they
1: did they did a great job of humanizing her and not making you, you know Instead of a monster, like she normally was. Yeah, and then they just wrote (laughs) her off the show. Yeah. In
0: fairness, she probably found something better to do. I Uh, hope so. Like, uh, you know, a full-time TV show or something. Yeah. (laughs) Or or being on M.A.S.H.? No. Yes, M.A.S.H. was on in 1997.
1: I I don't know. As far as I can tell, M.A.S.H. was on for most of my childhood. It might as well have been on
0: then. Uh, M.A.S.H. went off the air the year you were born. I don't think that's true. M.A.S.H. was on all the time. Yes, in reruns. You don't go star in a rerun. It's already been filmed. I no. think you do. I don't think you know how television works. Nate, can you help me out here, please? Uh, no. All right.
1: <laughs> you see, if my side of the argument is so ludicrous that you can't defend it, then I automatically win.
0: Well, that argument itself is ludicrous. <laughs> and yet
2: I'm star winning. in a rerun.
0: <laughs> she has to go star in a rerun. Uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe she found something better to do, like star in a rerun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, fine. She was on <laughs> Aftermash. Yeah, she was on Aftermash, but that show lasted like six episodes. That I don't terrible. think
1: that's true either. Is it that was called Aftermash.
0: No. What? That wasn't a thing. Oh, that it was, was a totally a thing. Yeah, Are you it was serious? a spin off. Yeah. Like what they did after the war.
1: Didn't they work at like a VA hospital or something? Yeah. Yeah. That's Yeah. Awful. And it did not yeah.
0: last very long. It lasted longer than six episodes, but it did not last very long.
2: Because it sounds
0: stupid as hell. As opposed to all television ever? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I mean, MASH itself is a wacky sitcom about the horrors of war. Well, yeah. I mean, it had its time. Yeah. But, you know, in, in theory, it's terrible. In practice, like, you know, Frasier was a spinoff of a very popular show, and that did well. Like, sometimes they do.
2: Oh,
1: Yeah. I think Frazier's still on the air, too, actually.
0: That's not everything is still on the air.
1: I don't know. I think it might
0: be. Just because you can watch a show still doesn't mean it's still being made. I...
1: The things you're saying don't make any sense to me.
0: I feel like we've come full circle now. (laughs) So Nate, what was your good thing about this business as usual episode?
2: <laughs> I th- I think my good thing is actually not as good as I thought it was.
0: Oh, all right.
2: <laughs> but but <laughs> when Quark's upside down, <laughs> and then Odo comes in <laughs> and the camera is upside down. That really tickled my fans
0: <laughs> He wasn't He wasn't even upside down, though. He was just lying on a table and looking like his head was tilted. Yeah, he was getting an yeah, EJ. He's like,
2: you know when you were little and you lie upside down on the couch and watch TV? when you're
0: Yeah. T- yep. Like that. Matt, did you just that. say he's getting an EJ? Yeah. Okay. Stop it. Ew. I mean, he is. Well, that is true. He was yeah, definitely from getting that.
2: Malcolm McDowell's furniture. Human. <laughs>
0: Malcolm McDowell's Harley Quinn. Okay, he's not Malcolm McDowell at all. First no, of all, no, he's he's fake Malcolm McDowell. No, I don't
2: even know who Malcolm McDowell is. Oh, you know who Malcolm?
0: McDowell Are you McDowell kidding?
2: No, oh, why would I kid about that?
0: He has glass in his feet.
2: Oh, that guy. He's yeah,
0: been in a million things. You've definitely seen. Yeah, with, whatever. With me.
2: Yeah, probably. Also, this
0: guy. This guy was like totally. Like, he did not have a Malcolm McDowell vibe at all. Nope. Like I he do not see. He had a British voice. Yes, but a different kind of British voice. Yes, like, he had a British sure? voice
1: and short hair. That's Malcolm McDowell. Oh, all right then.
0: I mean, Boy, I, I just I, I I feel like I keep losing these incredibly <laughs> logical arguments with him. I don't <laughs> know what the deal it's is.
2: It's weird how that happens when Matt and I are in the same conversation.
0: Yeah, but you're not it's not like you're you're pushing him into it or anything. This is all just Matt. Yeah. <laughs> We've been I doing guess. this
1: a long time. You knew what you were getting into. <laughs> I thought I did. <laughs> and then
0: I changed it on you. Then you lied. No, I liked this guy actually. He's very. Oh, li- he was great. That was your good thing, right? He was my
1: good thing. I love him. He is a giant ham for this entire episode, and yep. it is majestic.
0: I think it's what the role calls for. Like it's not <laughs> like he was inappropriately hamish.
1: I don't. I just want you to know one thing about me, Quark. And there's one thing I can't stand in any of my employees because I'm British. <laughs> I will not. I will not tolerate anyone crossing me. Ever That came up
0: what, ninety times? Uh definitely. Mm. You know there's one
1: thing about Haggath is that he doesn't
0: like to be crossed, Quark. Wait, is is Cousin Gala uh um uh Noonien soon? He might be. War. He definitely talks no. like that. Actually, Nate. Uh, he was, was Owen Wilson. Yeah, yeah. He was very Owen Wilson. Down to the broken nose, apparently. Yep.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I like that. We didn't notice that until after the fact. That
1: was some really good makeup on him. I was impressed when you when you pointed that out. Yeah. Yeah, was, he had a scar. He's like scar. a big scar on his nose, but it's like in between his Ferengi nose ripples. Yeah.
0: I, I didn't really care for Cousin Gala. He was that kind of over the top Ferengi that I don't love. But no, he was alright. But yeah, you're right. This British guy was fun. Okay, but he didn't crouch once. No. the Ferengi 2.0. Yeah.
1: He did stay standing. You can't say that against him. I, that he also
0: joggled
2: his balls and leered <laughs> at Judzia. Yeah. I mean, his earlobe.
1: So,
0: a close free trial. It's the, the goofy voice that they try to give them all. I yeah. Just don't, I don't love that. We're that's crazy.
2: That 90% of that is the teeth.
1: Yeah.
0: I guess that's true. Um, but uh, back to your good thing, Nate. Um,. Apparently this episode was actually directed by Siddig, who...
2: He loves those angles.
0: Yeah, there's a few of those. Like, there's one where the whole subplot with uh, the baby O'Brien is, like, everyone's gathered around to look at him like he's the baby in the manger. Mm -hmm. Can
2: can can we read Matt's bad thing? What's that? Matt's bad thing. (laughs) It made
1: me
0: laugh. What is that?
1: Oh, the fact yeah. that Kiriyoshi is a terrible actor and he appears to be dead in many scenes? <laughs>
0: you know when babies sleep, they're very peaceful, right? That's where the expression sleep like a baby comes
1: from. I would not understand that. No, there's a scene where Chief O'Brien <laughs> is carrying him around, and I swear to God, he's just lying. I'm like, I'm like is that...
2: <clears throat> I thought he was a is doll. Is that a doll? doll? A yeah. yeah.
1: Is that he a was doll? just is your...
2: so chill. <laughs>
1: Chief, is your baby dead? Do you have a dead baby?
2: And then it started crying.
1: Because no, that's that... the plot. Then they put it off-screen and replaced it with a live baby, I assume.
0: (laughs) Well, if they ever do an HD version of this, then we'll be able to tell for sure. Oh, good. In crystal clear, you know. Can you spot
1: spot the dead Deep Space Nine baby? (laughs) Oh my god.
0: That's an urban myth, Matt. (laughs) That baby did not hang himself on the the Holosuite set.
1: I'm pretty sure he did.
0: Nope. Never (laughs) happened.
1: I think it happened, like, three times.
0: Nope. Never happened. Urban myth. Um, but yeah, Alexander Sitting or City Galfadiel, as he's still called, as a director for some reason. That's his director <laughs> persona. Yeah, um, a, a directist.
1: I, I just picture him coming to set, it's like, right, I'm directing today, that's why I'm wearing my flared-out directing pants, and I've got a cigarette and a cigarette holder and a beret. Everyone my, shut my, up!
0: My Jod purse. <laughs> Is that what they're called? I don't know. <laughs> sure. Um... But he, he did make some interesting angle choices. Like, I always like it when we see the actors directing, because you can kind of see a bit of their character. Mm. Not the character they play, but, I mean, the, the, their personality. In, I'm in a director. Art. And he he was trying a little too hard, I think, was his. Uh... <laughs>
2: it's, it's just because he could. Mm. Yeah. Like, baby's eye view up at the right. gathered masses. I
0: actually games. liked that scene a lot. No, that cute. was a good shot. But the upside-down, like, Odo thing was just a goofy, like, like a cheap laugh, which is not bad. No. <laughs> and, you know, you, you recognized it as a bit of levity and some serious stuff. Like, oh, good, something funny. Yeah. But it was a little goofy. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was there to be enjoyed. Yep. And it
1: worked. <laughs> it executed perfectly. Yep. Uh, Nate, what was your bad thing? Uh,
2: <laughs> I don't know. It was, uh, it was another quirk gets in trouble because of Ferengi things, then he gets deeper in trouble. And then he gets himself out of it, and there were no consequences except that he gets to keep everything status quo. But oh, that's not a consequence at all, now is it? <laughs> the there only have... difference is that he's indebted to uh, Cisco instead of somebody else.
1: Yeah, but true. Cisco won't murder him. Probably not. That's Probably. true.
2: But that's like the same thing as when he got excommunicated from Ferengi business. Everybody brought their own chairs in and got him back his bar so he could keep everything the same as it always was.
0: Yeah, but first of all, it is super, super hard for this show to to do anything that sticks. Like back in the day, they had to fight to do any kind of plot that was allowed to be referenced the next week. They would not let them do that.
2: I thought they were over it by this time. No, no,
0: no, no. Every oh. time they did it, they had to like they could do two parters, but that's it. Like when they start doing super serialized stuff here shortly, they got yeah. they had to fight hard for that. Mm. The network just wouldn't earn uh, the studio or whoever it was would not let them do it. It's just because <coughs> because of the way syndication works, they would oh, show yeah. episodes out of order and they don't want people to get confused. Mm-hmm. So yeah, didn't uh, they so, know
2: that that was the future of television? No, no
1: one did. It was a complete
0: surprise. I, I don't. <laughs> I I I feel like I know it didn't invent it, but I feel like Buffy really did a lot to push that. It did forward, mm. at least in sort of like you know sci-fi fantasy stuff. Anyway,
2: That was super serialized, though.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. but that was new at the time. Like, like mm-hmm. late '90s, early 2000s. It was like, what is this show doing? The, mm. the thing that happened this week is follows on with what happened last week. That's weird. <laughs> um, but but that said, they did do some of that. I mean, his his being excommunicated has had ramifications in other episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, in this episode, they just kind of mention it. But, uh... but
1: I mean, it's definitely a good reason, like, for why he would finally get into weapons. Like, I know that's a thing that he was always sort of uh, mm-hmm. uh, morally against, even if he doesn't talk about it like that.
0: Well, I mean, it's the, the writers even said this is an exploration of where the line is for him. Like, yeah. How, yeah. how greedy is he where, you know, how, how far is too far? Too far is apparently killing 200 28 million, million people, people. people. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 17 million was. Uh,
1: uh... Now we're
0: just haggling at this yeah.
1: point. I did actually want to mention this reminds me a lot of, if we go back to, I think it was either season one or season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that episode where Quark pulls some shit and a bunch of people almost get killed and he just walks away scot free. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode reminded me of that a lot. Like, Dax sort of just hops right back into being friends with him. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, I know, like, he sort of got his way out of not murdering 27 million people, which is good, but, like, um, it feels like him, 28 million people, but, you <laughs> know, like, selling weapons is should be kind of a big deal for any of our more moral uh, cast members. Well, yeah,
0: and I liked that there was a point in the middle of the episode where there were no Starfleet guys in Quark's bar. Like, yeah. they were like, nope, we're not, like... Technically, legally, because these guys sold weapons to the Bajorans, the Bajorans see them favorably, they told us to leave them alone, but we're still not going to support this. I like that. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Starfleet's not coming around with their big Starfleet checks
1: anymore. Right. Wait. (laughs) I don't don't
0: know, like, I guess you're right that they did kind of come around, back around a little too easily, but on the other hand, it might just be, like, uh, extenuating circumstances, and he did get himself out of them, Mm. so, you know, and nobody actually died. Except for that one guy. Well, except
2: for all of the people who they sold weapons to before they got caught.
1: Yeah, that's sort of the the other thing. Yeah, I guess that's... He did sell some weapons to some
0: people. Well, except the loophole was that he's only selling holograms of weapons and not actual weapons. Mm.
2: Yeah, but that dude from the beginning still got his thousand (laughs) besorters.
1: That's true.
0: That's exactly
1: what he got. Yeah. Yeah. All right, it's a space weapon. Come on, and it's not even close to the weirdest space weapon you've heard.
0: Oh no, I just <laughs> I, I i've seen this episode twice now, and I feel like I would have picked up on someone saying "bezorter" or something.
1: It's uh, well,
2: absolutely not a word that I just made up.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you definitely it. you did rush through the through it the first time, as I recall.
0: No, I didn't rush through it. I just had to stop early. Yeah, that's where it showed up. Oh. <laughs>
1: and, then we were, and then we were talking over it the second
0: so time. So the guy from the beginning is actually in the end, is what you're saying. Yeah, he showed
1: up briefly to say and then You were the
0: worst liar, you know that?
1: I think I'm the best liar. I bet you're completely convinced. No. Yeah, no, I, no I'm pretty sure I do. I might be lying about this, too.
0: Yes. <laughs> I think you've just been surrounded by people who make you think your lies are convincing. <laughs> yeah? No. And you haven't who been able to sharpen your that? skills. <laughs>
2: would do that to him no are
0: what? you saying that the liar has been lied to and the hunter has become the hunted yes that is exactly what i'm saying and don't cross me <laughs> <laughs> never cross me well can i fail you i think well failing me is a type of crossing me so no <laughs> that he seriously just would not stop saying that don't quark, dude, cross dude, me dude, cross quark
1: Are you better not cross him quark <laughs> oh man i gotta make sure i don't cross this guy
0: Oh, hello, here's
2: some fellow who came in. I'm going to show you what happens when I get crossed, and it's that uh, I yell at you and you leave and then mysteriously disappear.
0: Oh, pay attention, this man crossed
1: me. Ah, speaking of, (laughs) that's actually my quote. Ah, well,
0: (laughs) let's hear it then. I was about to close that deal with the Barillians. Oh, really? I heard they had no longer any need of our services. (laughs) <laughs> Since when? Since they signed an agreement with Metron Consortium. I also heard that you hadn't even opened negotiations with the Verillion. That's a lie. And that instead of doing your job, you were off
1: enjoying yourself on riser.
0: I can't explain.
1: I don't want any explanations.
0: I put my faith in you, and you let me down. From now, our relationship is terminated. Haggath, can't we just talk this over? <laughs> I made a mistake—an expensive mistake. Goodbye. Oh
1: God, gosh. what wonderful ham!
0: Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I have a question to ask you.
1: How British <laughs> yes. is how, how British am I? <laughs>
0: I need to know how British she is because I want to know how British she is. Mel Chamberlain. Neville Chamberlain. <laughs> you say I'm common British or Neville Chamberlain? Cucumber
1: sandwiches, crust removed, if you would, please.
0: <laughs> Chipotle vegeta wrap, I should think.
1: <laughs> Mrs. Miss Miani Piani. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> so, my good thing, oddly <laughs> enough, I usually hate... Uh, uh, TV dream sequences and this was really sort of heavy handed and obvious but I don't know something about it I liked mostly because it was a show don't tell thing it was mm-hmm. like a Quark feels guilty and all his friends are dead kind of thing and I, I don't know I just for some reason it, it hit me the right way for it it's definitely better than his trip to the divine treasury I'll tell you that much yeah that, that might be it it's just so yeah. oh, yeah. good it's not that
2: yeah. I hated it, it.
0: You killed me, Quark! Yes. No! We're
1: zombies!
0: Well, that's the thing. It was super intense and brief. I think if it had gone on for a long time, I wouldn't have liked it. Why did you kill my baby, Quark? (laughs) But it feels like a guilt dream. Guilt dreams are usually pretty, you know, (laughs) pretty obvious.
2: Maybe my problem is that I don't remember dreams. Ah. So it doesn't hit anything that Ah. is familiar with me. Fair enough. So well, it's you don't just really some sleep. idiots wandering around like, oh, no, you should feel guilty. And he's like, oh, no, I feel guilty.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, they don't do the silly voice. but One guy did. Uh he does. Well,
1: right. Oh, no, I
0: feel And then good. he
2: wakes he up that? and he turns around and he's screaming at his bar.
0: Yep,
1: and there's a horse head uh-huh. next to him. Right. It's Bojack Horseman,
0: Of course. <laughs>
1: hey, are you closed?
0: <laughs> uh, my bad thing, okay the show has done a much better job in the past of showing the gray area in stuff like this. Like these guys were just portrayed as straight up evil. Oh yeah. We're going to murder <laughs> 28 million people, right? <laughs> we sure are. That's going to make us a lot of money. Money is more important than lies. Yeah. Like, wow. There's usually these guys are vaguely sympathetic in some way on DS9, but nope. or at least,
1: or at least played, but like people who are real. Yeah, instead of a,
0: death is money, money is great.
1: Like, it's literally when they've all got their champagne glasses out and they're just like, to evil gentlemen. Yes,
2: exactly. When they're talking with the godfather.
0: Yeah. No, it's the dude from Reservoir Dogs who just recently had a stroke, so uh, he sounds like that not because he's playing a character, but because... Because he can't remember his lines. Because he can't move his mouth very well, (coughs) which is unfortunate.
2: Yes, I like moving
1: my mouth.
0: Yeah, moving your mouth is good. pretty great. Yep.
2: <laughs> I kind of like that they were just very black. It's just... contrast, right? Because there's so many characters on this show that are um, like sympathetic bad guys. They're not actually bad because they're characters, but to that there are some people who are just shitty and don't value life.
0: But I feel like... This show still has characters like that. Like, Gul Dukat does not value certain lives at all. That's true. And he has still been sympathetic. They didn't make him less evil. They just made you see his side a little mm. more. Yeah. So maybe, like... it
2: could just be that these guys don't have much time. This is one
0: episode. Yeah, I suppose so.
1: I don't know. I have trouble believing either of those two guys have the word, have subtlety in them anywhere.
0: True. Well, Cousin Gala bought a moon and and in the world of of space travel, I think that is the most unsubtle thing you can do with your money.
1: Yep. Well, maybe <laughs> if he'd also gotten it carved into his own face. Mm,
0: well, he's probably working on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most That's people why he's selling weapons? I need to buy a second moon for the ears. I mean, wouldn't most people at this point uh retire on, you know, like like the earth equivalent of that right now would be buying your own island. Do you yeah. still need to keep working at this point if you if you own an island? Well, I mean, if well, you love Well, The point
2: was he was trying to retire. Well, right. He wanted to get Cork to be his successor, but Quark failed because he has a conscience.
0: Quark is always going to be somebody's successor. He he was going to be the Neguses too. Yep.
2: Yeah. But, like, he his cousin actually says, like, you're right, fucking this up. I wanted to retire on my moon.
0: Right. That he's going to get carved into his face. Into his yeah, face.
2: Yeah, he's going to live up a nostril. <laughs> A pointy, pointy nostril. I thought you
0: were going to say live up an ostrich. Like, what? (laughs) He's living it up like an ostrich. (laughs) That's an expression, right? Sure.
1: I think we have our next
0: (laughs) t-shirt. I think that's a little tenuous. (laughs) Living it up like an ostrich.
2: Yeah, dollar, dollar bills.
1: (laughs) And ostrich bills. Bills. Bury my
2: treasure in in the sand. Yes with my face
0: (laughs) um so what else i don't there Uh, wasn't much to this like no it's another one
2: episodes it's just like there's not really much here
1: no
0: um quark learned that his friends are more important than money so there's that well some of his friends yeah most right
1: dax basically
0: Oh, at at one point, Dax is angry because uh, for some reason she's angry because Quark has just broken into her quarters. Yeah. Which, oh <laughs> God, Dax. Please <Jeez, laughs> just lighten up, would you? He's like, he you broke
2: get... in with a gift.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, that's, What is your problem? Okay. You yeah. gave
1: me a key. I water your plants when you're on missions.
0: <laughs> but I do like how she's angry and she says, don't let the door hit you on the way out. You know, that's not how doors work in Star Trek, right? No.
1: Right? <laughs> or anywhere. Like, those doors Doors have not opened and closed like that for many, many years. Yeah.
0: that That's <laughs> like ancient Earth back when we were idiots.
2: It's yeah. an old Trill thing. Oh,
0: <laughs> I see. <laughs> no. Um, but that's that's all I have. What about
2: uh, I like the the plot with the baby.
0: It was fine. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Cute. It was cute. If you're gonna, I have think I liked Keiko... it because
2: it was O'Brien.
0: Yeah, if you're gonna have Keiko going away and and O'Brien stuck with the baby, they should do something with that. Like, because I don't think he's ever had to raise a baby on his own before. So there's there's <laughs> some comedy there.
1: Oh, I have a question. Yes. This episode opens with like that that subplot opens <laughs> with uh, Jake coming to visit uh, Chief O'Brien, and you know. He's just sort of like, oh, I can't go. To- I'm having trouble working and sleeping and all this because the baby won't stop crying. And Jake's just like, oh, I'll take care of it. And then mm-hmm. completely <laughs> fails to take care of it. My question is, why was Jake coming by in the first place?
2: I think he came by just to see the baby.
1: Just ha- just coming by to see his old friend Chief O'Brien. No, I think he just likes babies. No, that's fair.
2: Because he was talking about how he took care of somebody else's hatchlings.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. All oh, right, that's the crew member they mentioned that buds. Yeah. They mentioned him before.
2: <laughs> is it? Yes. Why would I, hit, why would a budding creature have wings? I don't
1: know. I don't know. I don't know how the aliens work. Why I don't know how that
2: aliens work. was a different one.
0: It might be a different one, but I think I think it was the same name. I could be. Yeah. Right. I think so.
2: Yeah. Wow, I want to meet that guy. It's
1: like the dude with the uh clear head that keeps showing up.
0: Yeah, except we <laughs> never see him. Yeah. Cuz his head is
2: clear.
1: <laughs> Oh yeah. They always
2: talk about how you can see his brain. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But we never see him because that was But it's
0: 1996, and we can't afford that. Is it? Is it?
1: Is it Captain Bode? Is that right?
0: <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah.
1: All right, go Matt. Good work. Or, buddy. or it's
0: something you just made up. Yep. That's fine too. Whatever. Because <laughs> if we've established anything in this episode, is Matt it, is full of shit. Every episode.
1: Not full of.
0: <laughs> mostly. Well, not only.
2: Okay. Only mostly.
1: There's some intestines in there too.
2: <laughs>
1: I thought you were going to say,
2: "I've been tested." <laughs> <laughs>
1: What, for the shit I'm full of? Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) 75%.
1: (laughs) Donk, donk.
0: (laughs) Squish, squish. (laughs) Alright, any further business?
1: Um, no. Oh, I got one.
0: Yes?
2: It was, I was trying to get there with my mentioning the baby plot, but <laughs> I really wanted it to be that Worf was the only other person that could get the baby to shut up. Oh, yeah. And yes. kind of went for it, and then they were like, no, it's just that the baby is not shitty anymore. Yeah,
0: no, he went through a phase where he was crying, and now he's done with his crying phase because that's how babies work. Yeah. No, I like the I, idea of
1: Worf uh, <laughs> having a special bond with the O'Brien children.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's imprinted on one of them. Yeah. He I am your I am your daddy. A, Molly. a turbo lift or something. No, it was, yeah. no, alert, it was right? in ten forward. Mm-hmm. Was not it? Yes. Oh right, yes. Picard was stuck in the turbo lift with the children. Yeah, and the
1: king of all radishes. Yes, the, I want to watch that
2: show run. again.
0: Uh, go ahead. I mean, you can I like that show. It's it's available and
1: it's on Netflix. It's the only Star Trek we have.
0: It's on in Blu-ray. Canada. Like if you somehow come into some money and want to see it all pretty, like you, yeah. can get it on Blu-ray. Sure, I'll
2: just
1: if you get into the weapons business, I hear there's good money in that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I, I might show up in your dreams as a zombie, just just letting you know.
2: It's okay, I won't remember. You
0: killed me, and you have to be on an episode later. That's because you never sleep. That's why you don't dream. <laughs>
2: yeah, I've got a new method for that, though. It's going to work, I swear. Oh, yeah. This, this, this time it sure. will
0: be better. This time for sure. <laughs> Nothing up my sleeve. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nate, do you have anything to plug? No. All right. Do I? I don't know. You, no, you have websites and things.
2: Talk to me in a week. Uh,
0: well, I mean, I will as your friend, but on the show, we're not going to talk to you again for a while. So.
2: You can put it in the show notes. Uh,
0: yes, in the, <laughs> the show, show notes, notes, we don't have <laughs> that exist. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm good at so this. we we have a uh, a supplemental coming up, a proper supplemental between seasons uh, in a few weeks, in which we will be answering your your mail. So uh, continue to send that if you wish at postatomicor@gmail at gmail. Uh, I still got a few sets of stickers left over. If you would still like some stickers from us and Drunken Time Travel, eh, go ahead and send me your address. I'll, yeah. uh, I'll take care of that. Same, same email address. Um, I still got some stamps to get rid of. I, I don't use them, so <laughs> you know. There's that. Uh, the website is everpostatomiccore.com. And with that, Matt, say your thing. Say you, it, folks, and don't cross me. <laughs> The Post-Atomic Horror Podcast is a co-production of Ron Watt and Matt Robotham. Copyright 2014. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.